0: Hello and welcome to the Pray the Miracle podcast. This is a short run podcast of just a few episodes to help you pray the miracle this year. My name is Jimmy Houck. It's my desire that this podcast would be a tool and an encouragement for you this year as you pray for two people who are close to you, but far from God. There's so many ways that our prayer can be derailed, whether it be discouragement, lack of discipline, the normal distractions of life, or even just not knowing where to start. We created this podcast to dive into some of these topics topics for discussion and to help you break through those barriers. Let's jump into this week's episode. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Jimmy Hauk. I'm the outreach minister here at Bethany Baptist Church and have this great joy of sitting down with my friend and confidant, Daniel Schaefer. He is the minister of children and family ministries here at Bethany. Daniel, uh, just to start us off, a lot of people are listening to this podcast from Bethany, but there might be some people from other places. So could you just... Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been at Bethany, and maybe maybe you could just tell us a little bit about like what your role is here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. I'm excited for this uh, 30 35 minute episode that way we, we get to talk about evangelism. So yeah, a little bit of background uh, from me. I grew up in a small town in North Carolina. Lived my first 18 years there in North Car- rural North Carolina, and then moved to Los Angeles uh, for the next roughly 10 years, and uh, and then moved here to take on the children and family ministry position at Bethany about three years ago. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool.
0: So we're talking today about the topic of weariness. Based on our our survey of church leaders, uh, many of them have noticed in themselves and others that one significant reason that people have struggled to pray for the lost is because they're tired of waiting for God to answer. What do we do when we are weary of waiting for God to give us the miracle? that we have been praying for. And so uh, let me just ask you, Daniel, do you, do you relate to this topic either in your own life or in the lives maybe of others?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, so in terms of weariness of, of praying, uh, my first, uh, think thinking regarding that is my family. Mm. So my family, um, have been professing believers, um, Really for almost as long as I can remember. My mom and dad um were saved before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um my brother and my sister came came to faith at at young ages and so um I don't have a, a family member that I've either grown up with or um e- even with my grandparents, they, mm-hmm. they, they all were professing believers as mm-hmm. as as well. So Praise uh, God. Yeah, it is it's, a heritage. It's a, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a gift, but I know that's not everyone's experience. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. Um, to try to put myself in someone's shoes to pray for a a spouse or to pray for a child or to pray for a parent or grandparent. Mm. Um, that is a yeah. very, very hard and difficult place to be because it's the people that you love and know the most that don't know your Lord and don't yeah. know your Savior. And you know the, mm. the effect of that 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 has here, but ultimately in the life to come yeah. of, of separation yeah. from God. So Praise God. I can't relate to that. But, or at least a yeah,
0: family member. But For a family I member.
1: Mean, but I can for friends. I can for people who I've known for my entire life mm-hmm, or someone who mm-hmm. has said that they're a believer and then walked away and continuing to pray for them. I think, you know, so, and I think that's a huge
0: issue. So, like, when I think about being weary of praying for the lost, the people that I often get weary of praying for are the people that were Christians. Yeah. And maybe I've walked with them, and then they have left the faith. And I, I some, sometimes I think maybe it's like Hebrews six, trying to like work through that. But it can I I can be confronted with like, should I even keep praying for this person? Right? Like they already heard the gospel. Sure. Like they already know. Yep. Like in fact, you know, I can think of you know some friends from Moody that it's like, man, they were in the chapels with me. They were in the classrooms with me. Right. And so it's like, how do I like? That's that's where I get weary. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the ways that I get weary is like. Man, like pressing
1: forward and continuing to pray for people like that. So can you relate to that? Like, do yeah, you have abso- people in your mind yeah, that... Absolutely. So three years of being here at Bethany gives enough time to begin to start to see a few people who have once walked with Christ mm-hmm. and then are are no longer. But where I saw it the most was when I was uh, doing college ministry mm-hmm. and master's mm-hmm. of where you would have young kids coming in 18 to 25 years old, mm-hmm. grow up in Christian homes for the most part confessing the faith and then proceeding to either walk away during their time or after their time. And so that's where, where I can see it the most of, of where I have this longing for, for what someone could have experienced Mm -hmm. of the joy and the gift of, of life. And, and then to see that gospel and to hear that gospel and reject that gospel, Mm -hmm. um, The question is, what then does that look like for me in terms of how I spend my time praying for? There's many things that you could pray for. Right. There's many people to pray for. So my question before the Lord is, okay, Lord, how, what, what kind of a role would you have me to intercede for this person who is continually walking away, even though they've heard the gospel?
0: Yeah. No, that's really, that's really good. Yeah. Yeah, That's really good. And so it's something interesting that you just talked about there is just like, even just that question. Mm -hmm of like coming to the Lord and saying like, well, who do you want me to pray for? Yeah. Um, Because I know, and this is to take a little bit a different angle, Mm -hmm. but like another aspect of weariness, like for me, is um, just feeling like overwhelmed, like there's just so much to pray for that I can get like actually paralyzed. Yeah. And so what, it's kind of interesting. I mean, I don't know if you want to like share a little bit more about that, but like just the process of saying like, hey, I realize there's, you know, thousands of people that are some way tangentially connected to me. Yes. But like, who is God calling me to focus on, right? And yeah. to and to be really committed to, and praying for their salvation. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. You want to?
1: Um, so the I'll, I'll maybe give an, a little antidote for or uh, anecdotal example for how I pray for those who are who are lost, and maybe that would be helpful for mm-hmm. our listeners. So I asked the Lord, God, who who have you put into my life that's not a believer that I'm having constant contact with? Mm, that's a great question. Yeah, and, yeah, and then so a super practical so, so proceeding from there is to say, okay, Lord, let me let me answer that question, let me write down those names and then let me ask you how would you have me to interact with them? Is it to pray for them and you've taken away that opportunity for me to engage with them mm-hmm. um, on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. or have you placed me in a position to where I can regularly see or talk with this person mm, and to mm. focus my efforts on there. Okay, And then when I pray to the Lord about all of the different names or the people that come to mind over the course of the years, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. my prayer life looks like with, with him is to say, Lord, you know my heart, you know how I want these brothers and sisters mm. to come to know know you, mm-hmm. please do a work in them as you'd see fit. And so it doesn't mm. mean that I go systematically all the time through each name that I can think of sure. for the last 33 years of my life, yeah. mm-hmm, but I do mm-hmm. pray in a sense in bunches yeah, sure. <laughs> for, for yeah. those people. And I know the Lord knows my heart and hears that. Let me ask you, um, do, do you have anybody like right now yeah. that, that's like really on your heart? Yep, I do. That and, you're specifically uh, praying for. And it's uh, pray, prayers that have lasted for many years or that have happened for many years and it's Isaac. Okay. Isaac, Isaac yeah. Downing's brother, Caleb. So I get to to have a regular time with him Mm -hmm. once a month Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, of where he gives me a haircut. And so he's someone that God has providentially brought into my life and I'm wanting to engage with him, to know him, have conversation with him and Mm. care about his life. Mm. Care about his eternal life most of all, yeah. But yeah. but also to be thoughtful of what his life is looking like now. And we've developed a relationship enough for me to be able to ask him questions that he would have probably been really uncomfortable answering prior to a right. year long relationship. So he's somebody that I've prayed for on a regular basis. I pray will come to faith, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's when we come to the question that we're talking about today: is weariness, yeah. right? What I have personally struggled with and worked through, and I know many of uh, many of other believers here at Bethany and other, other places have, is if God is all-powerful and God desires salvation, He longs to save, He has the power to save, and we're praying that He saves, and we continue to pray that He saves, why is He not saving? Right, that's a great question. How would you, yeah, how would you, how would you like, <laughs> right. where would you go? Like so, what passages of scripture? There's like, a bunch of different avenues. You could talk yeah. about the sovereignty of God. You could talk about his election from Ephesians 2. Uh, you could talk about his uh, a desire that all men be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth in First in Timothy. But I want to take us to uh, two different passages okay. to highlight, yeah. if that's okay. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so one of them is in Luke 18. Okay. And Luke 18, this is one that is... generally comes to mind when you think about weariness, but I want us to look Mm. at a couple details here that that hopefully will help us see this text anew. Um, It says in Luke 18, verse one, he told them, Jesus, a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Mm. So, First of all, that's what Jesus is giving us this parable for is that we don't lose heart in prayer. Whether, so that's the command. Yeah, that's the command. Yeah. And that's why it's here. So yeah. we don't have to look at this parable and say, okay. So are we disobedient <laughs> when we're weary? Is that would, what you're telling me? Well, what I'm saying is, <laughs> yeah. Okay, you're, you're putting no, me I'm, just, yeah, I'm yeah, playing with yeah, you. I know, but I know. No, but, but it's,
0: I mean, but that's an honest question, right? Like I read that, que- I read that passage and I have to think through. It, I'm like, man, like, like, do I need to take this as a, as a, how do I take this? Right. You know, there's obviously there's encouragement, but is there rebuke in that? You know, I think. Well,
1: I would say, I would say yes. And, and yes, I I would say yes. And God knows my heart. So if I'm feeling weary by praying for someone who I long Mm -hmm. for salvation. Yeah. um, Part of this is also the next passage that I'm wanting to go to. And that's Colossians four. Okay. Because what God is doing in Colossians four is he is working within us to make us more like christ Mm. as we pray Mm. and Mm -hmm. so we Mm -hmm. tend to think of prayer as as this interaction between us and god in a conversation and it is But god is wanting to do a work in us as we pray just as much as he's desiring to do works in others
0: yeah praise god so praise god so let me let me let me answer myself a little bit so like i i think and you can tell me what you think about this but like to me i think um there's a kind of weariness mm -hmm. that like needs correction and like re- rebuke, like, Hey, like the word says, take heart. Y- you need to do that. Mm-hmm. But then I think there's a kind of weariness that we see in Christ. Right. So like Christ was weary, yeah. you know, so the, it's tough. There's nuance, I think, you know, I don't know if we, there's a way to, to, the, to you know, to yeah. tease that out, but there's a
1: way that somebody says, Oh man, I'm tired. Mm-hmm.
0: You know? Um, well, I, but, would, I would ask yeah. you,
1: what does that weariness lead you to do? And what does it lead you? How does it lead you to think about God? Because That's good. It, That's that, so good. Yeah, keep weary, going with that. that That's we, really good. If that weariness leads you to start to question God's goodness, His character, His words, mm. then that weariness is starting to lead to where you're promoting yourself and your feelings and your experience up, uh, above and before who God has set, called Himself. To That's be. so good. Yeah. So, but That's if so but if your weariness leads you to to dive into expressing in your heart before God, yeah, and allowing God to um, take the passages that then bring that comfort and that mm. balm, that correction, mm. then that is a heart of faith. Yeah. That's so good. So there mm-hmm. can be weariness with faith yep. and there can be weariness with sin. Mm. And so my question would then be is how does your weariness lead you to think about God? That's so good. And that's sometimes so good. that yeah. can happen the yeah. same day. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, absolutely. You know, right. um, yep. so I want to go back to Luke 18 real quick because The parable itself says they ought always to pray and not lose heart. So this is for you and me. Okay. This is for me in relation to the people I'm praying for and for our listeners. In verse two, it says, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. There was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while the judge refused, but afterward he said to himself, Within the context, it's a, it's a parable about waiting for God's justice and to not lose heart in his mm. justice. Mm. Um, even though he delays, he will bring justice to the earth. Mm. Um, but this still applies to prayer. Because, in general. In general.
0: So even though this, is, you know, this specific purpose is maybe not about losing heart over yes. my lost brother and sister in Christ, we recognize that. Yes. But what you're yes. saying is, but there's a, a principle of yes. prayer. Uh, that can be applied to right. other other exact requests, and that's
1: what God's saying. He says, "Grow, don't lose heart." That's mm. that's why he that's why he's saying. And and when you get into uh, places like uh, like Romans nine and Romans ten, yep. uh, you can obviously go to there and see how we have a distinct call and mission in order to spread the gospel, both in deed and in word. Mm. One doesn't go with mm. without the other. Yeah. Um. And then you also see passages like God is making His appeal through us. And mm. so we get to be the tools and instruments that God uses in order to continue to share the gospel to the world. And so, because God has given us that opportunity, he's given us that role, mm. the hammer never gets weary by hammering nails into the board. Mm. Mm. It was made for this. Right. And it was designed for this. Right. Um, right. And so when I, when I think about, like, uh, like I mentioned earlier, Colossians. God is seeking to do and work in us as we seek to evangelize.
0: Okay. Tell me more about that. So
1: yeah. So Colossians four verse, verse two, it says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And then verse three, at the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I'm in prison, that I may make it clear, which is how I ought to speak. Mm, mm. So I see three things at play here. Number one is God is doing a work in us as we pray. Mm. And so when we're trying to think about the result Mm. in prayer of Mm. God, just save this person. That is a great prayer and a sweet prayer. But if our soul focuses on that, we are going to lose what God is doing within us in that. Mm, mm, mm. So verse two tells us our posture, be watchful in prayer with thanksgiving. Mm. And so, can I? As I'm praying for people who are lost, and I'm growing weary in it, can I still have Thanksgiving in that prayer, even if God is not answering that in the timing that I want?
0: Well, we we must, right? <laughs> right, yeah. we must, yeah, we must, we must. And that's yeah. that's
1: why Paul's calling it for us to do that.
0: Yeah, which is, yeah. you know, which is an interesting thought because I, I think sometimes we can we can um, withhold Thanksgiving because we don't feel thankful. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we feel like it's disingenuous. Um, right. But, but I think, I think that, um, wow, this, this is, well, I think um, a heart of gratitude that leads to like words of gratitude mm-hmm. is like the goal. Right. Is, is like, it is, is what we want is, is I still think that like um, we, we can with our minds recognize that like gratitude is right even if our feelings are 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 not settled right right so that's a so we can willfully say like i am going
1: to thank god for this regardless of how i feel exactly yeah Yeah. well that's a temptation in our in our age that's much more prevalent than it used to be yeah Um, yeah and it's been a temptation since the beginning yeah uh, of genesis 3 right however there's a distinct um, kind of cultural expectation is that the way that I feel is therefore what reality is. Yeah. And that's not yeah.
0: true. Yeah. And is it, and and is it, we, we tend to feel like, think like I can only speak or act out of like what I feel. Otherwise I'm it's fake, right. you know? And it reminds <laughs> me like uh, of a, of a story of Corey 10 boom. Okay. Do you know who that is? I do. Yeah. So like, so she was in a concentration camp. She was a Christian. Um, her and her father and sister were arrested during, um, the uh, during World War II um, in in uh, Amsterdam uh, because they were hiding Jewish mm-hmm. families um, in their homes, and she was arrested and sent to a concentration camp. And um, there's a story that I love from that um, time where she's she's in this horrible barracks with her uh, with her sister, and um, they are like dealing with fleas. And um, she's so upset. She's so angry. And her sister says, Corey, like, you know, we are to give thanks for all things. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, furiously is like, like, there's no way like, I can well, give thanks for the fleas. What are you talking about? Right. right. And yeah, but then they do. Right. Yes. And, and the, I mean, the, the, the end of the story is that um, ultimately, like God had sent the fleas because the fleas kept the Nazis out yeah. and they were able to have like um, Bible yeah. studies and, and honest, open conversations and relationships. Because of the fleas, they didn't realize that for a significant amount of time. Right. But um, but the point is, is like you know, I'm inspired by Corey and others mm-hmm. who are able to give thanks, even um, even when they don't feel thankful. Right. Right. And right. I think that's a that applies right here. It does. It does. To and weariness as we're praying for the lost.
1: So so as we as we talk about. More about the subject of weariness. Mm-hmm. That that is a great point because it leads to the sovereignty of God mm-hmm. and the wisdom of God. Mm-hmm. And so the wisdom of God is greater than the wisdom of man. And in Genesis eighteen, Abraham tells the Lord after he's pled for Sodom and mm-hmm. pled for pled for moving down from fifty down to ten. If you find ten righteous men, mm-hmm. um, and then he adds this beautiful line. He says, "Will not the judge of the earth do what is right?" Mm-hmm. Mm. And so mm. the 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 justice of God, the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God, all of the attributes of God are the things that we can lay our head on and say, Lord, I know that I want this to be different mm. and I'm choosing to trust you. Amen. The choosing yeah. to trust is an act of faith. And mm. I, I think that Paul um is a wonderful model for that mm. because he talks mm. about the fact that the sovereignty of God and the the um, inability of man to save himself He talks about that in Romans nine, but mm. then, but then in Romans 10, he gives this heartfelt plea for uh, uh, the people of Israel. He gives a heartfelt plea for evangelism. How can they believe in whom they've not heard? And so um, one of the books that emphasizes that, that I love is called evangelism and mm-hmm. the sovereignty of God. Oh, um, that's great. Yeah. So if, yeah. if uh, our listeners have, have never read that, or even if you have read it and it's Who's been a while, go yeah. back to it. It's J. I. Packer. J I Packer. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but but one thing that I do want to mention, go back to with Colossians four is where it says in verse three, at the same time pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word. So good. Yeah. So mm-hmm. even even as you're being watchful and steadfast in prayer with thanksgiving, God still is asking you to pray that the gospel would go forward. Mm-hmm. That's that's what Paul is modeling. So mm-hmm. as we think about weariness in prayer, we need mm-hmm. to remember that God. This is this is this is a good endeavor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Daniel, the
0: thing that sticks out to me too about that passage that you just read is Paul's uh, request that they pray for him. And that leads me to just to to thinking about the fact that sometimes when we're weary in prayer or we're struggling in prayer, we are we're really kind of looking in and, you know, we're we're thinking about ourselves, but the reality is is we're in a community. And, you know, following Jesus means, you know, following Jesus together you know oftentimes in our prayer lives like as we're struggling as we're weary and as we're facing other boundaries or things that keep us from praying from the lost it behooves us to think about each other right Mm -hmm. and so what i want to ask you is you know what can we do like um or i'll just say this like what can i do as your friend Mm -hmm. to encourage you um not to be weary like what what does that look like in mean, a community sure. group and in a friendship
1: yeah first of all it's making your needs known mm. and being vulnerable and transparent with the people that are in your community group or that are in your uh, abc or that are in your sphere of relationship in church to make sure that they know how where you are at in terms of your weariness with praying for someone that you love yeah so yeah. that's that's so, the
0: first step so how does that help like so so if i Make my
1: weariness known to you. Like, how does, how am I helping you? Well, first of all, you're help. you're first, you're helping me to, to be able to know you better. Okay. Second, you're helping me to be able to see where your heart is towards whatever, whether that be the mm-hmm. friend or family member. Mm-hmm. And I can join you in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's really good. it's not yeah. when we're praying for someone to come to faith, it's not just us on our own. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where a lot of the weariness comes from along with God's timeline yeah. might be different from ours yeah. and we, we aren't, aren't seeing the miracle mm. happen. Mm. And yeah. so this also plays into the fact of how we, we long for results. We long for to be able to see the the fruits of our labor, mm. so to speak. Mm. And when we don't see that, we wonder, is it worth it? Mm. Is it truly worth it? And so as we think about a community, Mm-hmm. And my responsibility to you as a as a friend mm. would be to number one encourage you, number two ask you what you're thinking about God and how you're thinking about Him, how you're thinking about His Word, and and asking the whether whether or not you need encouragement or whether you need correction. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The other the other aspect of it is the fact that is is how can I join you in this? Can I join with you and pray with you together? Can I pray separate but also together yeah. Yeah. for the same yep. thing. Yep. Um can I even join with you in partnering to evangelize the to the person that you're desiring and who has God brought into their life? And so mm. like I think about uh, all of the prayer requests that come in week in week, week in week out of mm. moms, dads, mm. brothers, sisters that are praying for members of their family or friends. Mm. And every single week I look at that and I and I say, "Lord, please do this work." Mm. And I'm encouraged by those people in our church that are saying, hey, please continue to pray for this person. They're not growing weary. And that actually allows me and provides me with the fuel, so to speak, to be able to continue to pray to the Lord for the person who I've grown weary with. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So it's
1: a mutual beneficial encouragement. And um, I love what you said earlier about the fact that Paul says, hey, pray for us. That a door may open for us for the word, and so that's that's my hope and my prayer is that um, the Lord would open doors for the people that we're praying for to be able to share the message of the gospel in a way that is loving, kind, corrective, truthful. Yeah, that's all so of
0: those good. things. Together. That's so good. Yeah, it, and you know something that like I've been challenged with, and um, that I, um, I aim for. Mm-hmm is um is to try to pray with people like when they're sharing mm-hmm. and um i think there's some like there's some there's some internal insecurities that have to be overcome with mm-hmm. that right so it's like it's it's actually vulnerable to say like hey can i pray with you right now because um i have to be like i have to trust that you're not going to think i'm trying to be spiritual like i have to trust that like um that y- that you'll trust me that i'm i'm genuine like i really want to do this with you um that uh, and and uh, I think that, um, but I think it's really important to do that. I, I think to to be able to say like, hey, not only like, hey, pray for me, da 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 da, da but like we pray for me right now. Mm-hmm. And then, um, secondly, like when somebody sh- is sharing, just in, instead of just saying like, um, hey, I'll be praying for you, um, to be able to say like, hey, thanks for sharing. Um, like if it's in a text or an email, like I'm praying for you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and then, or if it's in person to be like, Hey, can we just stop? Can we just pray like right here, right now? Yep. Um, I know that that is like, um, that really ministers to me. Um, when, uh, when people do that for me.
1: Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. Those are very tangible, practical things that that we can do. And I'm always, I, I never leave when someone says, Hey, can I pray for you right now? Or I'm praying for you right now. I'd never leave thinking, I wish they wouldn't have done that.
2: Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ever. Yeah. Praise God. Ever. Yeah. That's, um, really, that's a good, yeah, that's a good testimony.
1: I do have another passage. Okay. Um, yeah, let's do it. In in 1 Timothy chapter 2. Okay. Um, when we talk about this passage, we tend to think of praying for um, uh, presidents, praying for Congress, praying for kings, all leaders, all who are in high positions. And then Paul tells Timothy that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and dignified in every way. This is good and it's pleasing in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. Mm. Mm. So there's a direct connection between us living a peaceful and quiet life that is godly and dignified. And that is reflective within our prayers, within our supplications, our intercessions, our thanksgivings. And it reflects the heart of God, that God desires all men to be saved. So, so as, we, as we think about weariness, I want to re- remind myself and remind us of the heart of God yeah. within that, yep. is that God desires that all people be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. Yeah. That's so God's. We're whole. never
0: going to get to the end of our lives and, and have God say, I wish you wouldn't have wasted so much time praying for so-and-so. Not at all. He's never going to do that. No. He's no, never going to look with disdain or correction on a prayer. Mm-hmm. A, a pleading for a lost person. Dare I say whether they are elect or not?
1: Mm-hmm. That passage definitely gives us freedom to pray for the lost. Period. It Praise does. God. Praise God. And it and what it does is also show us more of God's heart towards the world, and therefore of God's heart towards those who He saved. Us. Yeah, you and me. That God loved the world that He gave His only beloved Son. And so that's that's part of what this desire for um, not growing weary in prayer does, is it makes us more like the heart of God.
0: Well, Daniel, thanks so much for coming and, and talking about this really important topic. Yeah, um, thanks for
1: having me. Yeah. It's been a blessing.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of the Pray the Miracle podcast. We pray that you found this week's episode helpful and inspiring. Our challenge for this year is to pray for two people who are close to you, but far from God. And so we created a special tool to help you to do just that. It's an email list that will send you a simple action step each week. All of them are designed to get you praying and sharing. You can sign up for a 13-week challenge, a solid 26-week challenge, or go all the way and do the 40-week challenge by going to bethanycentral.org slash miracle.